0: talking some video today um not a lot on the docket for me in in general right now i i have a lot of catching up to do on the bachelorette and now that we should have a weekend or two at home this next couple of weekends i may get a little bit more chance to kind of catch up on some of this stuff i'm thinking i may do like a show review of the mandalorian when the season finally finishes i'm also keeping up with that i have uh um, kind of un, you know, all this unrelated to video games, but I've also kind of started to dabble in the TV show, uh, Hannibal, which is on Netflix. Quite good. Very gruesome, but quite good. Um, and unrelated question, but if anybody could let me know if anybody who listens is a nudist or knows anybody who's a nudist, I would like to know what their thoughts are on, um, the mask policies with the pandemic. Cause I, I wonder if that conflicts at all with the whole nudist thing. Um, unrelated, but just, I'm genuinely curious. So I'm putting the, uh, putting the question out there, how this affects nudists. I don't think that the nudists are represented enough in the mainstream. We need to, we need to represent the nudists and their interests. So if anybody knows, let me know. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Okay. So, the biggest video game news—well, uh, at, at, at the time of this recording, uh, the biggest video game news, I, in my mind, is probably still the release um, a couple weeks ago of uh, the World of Warcraft expansion Shadowlands. I am back on the World of Warcraft wagon, something that I was not certain I was ever going to be back on, considering the fact that I have a relationship that I would like to maintain um, but actually, I mean, really with retail, wow, these days, uh, it's so arcadey and so fast and, and so, like, it's just so much less grindy that it's actually quite easy. I, in fact, I, I have an easier time, I think, kind of keeping up with Alicia and being on, you know, avail- more available with her when I'm playing wow than if I'm playing League of Legends, for example. Um, especially because wow, there's a lot more like mindlessness to it where like as League of Legends, like, I can only give her so much attention before, like, I'm very, uh, I'm very clearly decreasing my ability to play the game. Um, and so Shadowlands has been excellent so- thus far. I'm leveling my Brewmaster Monk to 60 first. And he is 56 at, at the moment, or about to be 56. It's been b- going pretty well. So I'm, I'm through, uh, Bastion, which was a, uh, a cool zone. I really liked the aesthetic of the zone. Um, I'm trying to think, and it, I think it's probably, I, I think Bastion is in part cool because I think that as a zone, it's one of the more aesthetically unique zones compared to, um, what we've seen in other expansions. Now, I will admit I did not play a single second of BFA. I did not play Battle for Azeroth at all. I, um... And prior to Battle of for Azeroth, I played Legion for a good chunk of Legion. I stopped uh, maybe like a couple, like a month or two before BFA came out. Um, and prior to that, I had not played Warlords of Draenor or, or Mists of Pandaria. I know. I know. But those, those uh, expansions really kind of came out during college, and I just wasn't playing as much in college. But... I assure you that I am an expert on Vanilla, Burning Crusade, Wrath, and Cataclysm. So, um, anyways, I, I'm leveling my Brewmaster Monk. And uh, I'm in Maldraxxus now. I think I'm getting towards the tail end of Maldraxxus, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, I've really liked it. I, I think Maldraxxus is a cool zone. Um, if I had to decide between Maldraxxus and Bastion... Uh, it's hard to say. I, I think aesthetically I've liked Bastion more, but as far as content, I think I've liked Maldraxis more. I think that the, uh, you know what? Bastion kind of reminds me of, like, uh Diablo 3. It kind of has a very Diablo 3-esque vibe to it. Like, when you're in, like, heaven and stuff. So... Uh, Draxus, uh, I mean, Lady Vash kind of making an appearance, I thought was pretty awesome. It gave me some, uh, you know, speaking of being an expert of Burning Crusade, it kind of gave me some, uh, you know, like PTSD of, uh, Serpent Shrine Cavern and, and, uh, raiding and SSC and just like the, uh, hell that Vash was and just the difficulty of that raid in general. Anyways, so that was cool that she kind of makes an appearance, uh, and so I'm really excited to get to 60. I, I know it's been taking me a minute to get to 60. I have not uh, been super intent on my leveling. I, I'm also actually leveling with uh, two of my friends who have been playing World of Warcraft forever with. Shout out to Mike and David. and And we've been playing WoW together since Vanilla. And yet we've all never leveled characters together. Like, we've all kind of just gotten to max level, uh, on our own for the most part with like maybe a little bit of interconnection and questing and, uh, dungeons along the way, but never like actually just one to, in this case, 60. Now that they've squeezed down to 60, we've never done it. So we're doing that, uh, and we're gonna, we're doing the time warp and we're leveling in wrath just because I have a giant fucking Howling Fjord boner. And so. Uh, I'm leveling a shaman, which is also something I've never leveled. So, uh, in, in my experience, what I've leveled is, uh, paladin, monk, demon hunter, rogue, priest. And that's, uh, that's kind of like, and, and in fairness, actually my monk was my free, um, whatever, level 100 or level 90, uh, what was it level 100 for legion i think right yeah free level 100 or something like that uh or free 90 i don't i don't recall now the levels <laughs> uh it was like my free 90 so i didn't actually level the monk from uh like from one on i got i got him up to legion level and then leveled him up in legion but uh that was one of my main uh champions that i or characters that i played in legion i did a lot of brewmaster tanking uh and then i also had leveled a priest during legion Uh, i leveled a demon hunter during legion and i leveled a paladin um all all the way uh, to max level in cataclysm and then uh when i stopped playing in cataclysm because well so at cataclysm at the time of cataclysm i had leveled a rogue a paladin And a priest. And I played my priest and paladin the most by a lot. Even though my rogue is actually my OG character. It's the first character I ever made. And uh, his name is Azula. He's a troll rogue. He's sick. But my priest, Rusty Briggs, uh, has kind of been my main ever since. Probably about Wrath uh, along with my paladin. And then after cat, like after I stopped in the middle, like middle slash towards the end of cataclysm, my brother asked if he could have my paladin. And since we have the same last name, you can account transfer the, uh, heroes. And so I let him do that. So he, uh, has stolen my paladin. So I no longer have one. And, uh, and so now I just have my, my priest and my rogue. I have not leveled since cataclysm and. Uh, I, I mean, I just I'm liking my monk. I think I'm going to level my priest up next uh, as well as kind of, you know, intermittently kind of getting through the shaman. I, I You know, we're only playing David's leveling a paladin and Mike is leveling a priest. And so we're only leveling those characters when all three of us can play together. So that's been a lot of fun. It, it's 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 also ex- like a cool experience to kind of do like the time warp thing and kind of like be leveling and helling fjord at like level 15 you know is kind of weird but I do like it and and we're leveling really fast I think we're level like 21 now so we've only been playing I think our play time is like less than 10 hours <laughs> so it's kind of crazy it, it's just so different from you know the vanilla and burning crusade and even wrath days um so uh, it's, I haven't leveled a uh, character from one, I think, since Cataclysm, if I'm not mistaken. I also have my free Shadowlands level up, and I'm not sure what I'm gonna use it on. I, I'm really torn by that, so if anybody has some suggestions on class, cause I, I'm really not sure. Like, I'm kinda thinking, like, maybe it'd be, like, a mage or a warlock, but also kind of, like, maybe a paladin, just because it would be nice to have a paladin again. Uh, But I don't know because I am going to level something else from one also I think just because like the leveling so fast and there's a lot of uh, questing and zones and and changes and whatnot that I have not experienced uh, yet because I only did a little bit of early leveling in Cataclysm And then I didn't do any during Legion and, you know, and so I know there's been a lot of changes. So it'd be cool. Like there's a lot of different zones I want to experience. Obviously I didn't play BFA at all. So maybe I'd like to level in the BFA zones. I mean, at least with, uh, with Mists and Warlords of Draenor, I leveled through all of those zones when I was leveling, uh, my priest up to max in Legion. So I did get to experience those zones, uh, pretty significantly. And that. Was uh that was pretty cool. The 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 other thing is I'm kind of deciding on like what I'm gonna level my priest as. I think I'll level him as shadow, but he's always been a healer and I like healing on priests, so at max level I'll probably go discipline, maybe holy, but I'm probably leaning towards discipline. I've just always really enjoyed discipline. And my monk will pretty much always be brewmaster. I don't see any reason why I'd do anything other than brewmaster on him. I just think it's easily the most fun. My shaman, right now, I'm leveling as elemental, although I may switch him to enhancement. I'm really not sure what I'm going to do with him later on. Uh, demon hunter, I'm not sure. I, I kind of like demon hunter tanking, so like I may go that route. But, anyways, so Shadowlands is kind of the big thing, and, and my assessment thus far is I like it a lot, and from, uh, you know, doing some, some, uh, hard hitting journalism that you all know me for, I've been asking around, and and a lot of WoW experts, a lot of people whose WoW opinions I trust uh, implicitly, I would say, have all pretty much agreed that they have liked Shadowlands better thus far. Uh, now, obviously, we're early on with BFA, but they found that a lot of things that they changed away from what was going on in BFA, they've liked a lot, and so... I'm excited to see that. I know that I I liked Legion and I'm liking this as like kind of a next step from Legion in my mind at least since I kind of skipped BFA, but yes, the the assessment is good there and actually as I'm doing this, I'm going to be shooting an email to Blizzard PR and so if anybody listening uh you know either knows somebody in Bl- at Blizzard or if they also want to send messages to try and encourage the Blizzard PR uh people to hear me out, I would really like to try and get a WoW developer to come on the show for like a little interview. And mainly I, I I'm I am shooting them an email no matter what, because I'd like to like, I mean, WoW is the game I've spent the most amount of my life playing out of video games. And so I'm just really interested in, like, the intricacies of such a large-scale game, right? Like, how do you balance the game? How do you come up with new dungeons, new raid bosses, new mechanics, like, new classes? How do you do, you know, what goes into, like, such a massive project like that? And, like, and, and you know, how does that—how much fun is it to then play the game, like, as a player? Do you like playing it as a player, or is it sort of, like— once you've done all this work, you're just like, I don't even want anything to do with this anymore, you know? And and obviously uh, World of Warcraft uh, fans and players and especially those who find themselves on forums are kind of fucking toxic as hell. So how do you deal with, like, the obnoxious criticism for everything that goes wrong without really the true kind of praise for everything that goes right? Um. You know, it's sort of like developers are like the offensive linemen of uh video games, right? So that's the big news. The other big news, right, is that um, Cyberpunk 2077 is coming out in like two days or something like that. And uh, I will not be buying it right away because I don't have my fucking uh, 3080, which I think I'm still going to go with, even though I've been liking what I'm seeing out of the uh, Radeon 6800 I think I'm still going to go with the 3080. Uh, the 3060 Ti even was fucking pretty sick. And even like the 3070. But I mean, regardless, none of those are available. So I don't have any of them. So I'm not going to play it until I can like really play it at like what I believe it, it's meant to be played. Um, I also I have a 1080 monitor right now. So like at some point, I'm going to get a 1440 monitor with like at least 144 hertz uh, refresh rate and that's gonna be a, a nice improvement so uh until then I'm, I'm gonna save myself on the cyberpunk front and then otherwise things have been kind of calm I mean well League of Legends obviously did a, a, a an item overhaul recently and that's been kind of significant uh, uh more than significant I mean it's changed the game drastically also kind of listening to my back to myself just at this moment uh The room I'm in is more empty than it's been uh, previously because we're setting up a new room for my man cave and my computer and everything. And so it's a very empty room other than a rug and a chair. So it's a little bit more echoey in here at the moment. And I apologize if that's throwing anybody off or driving anybody nuts, but that's what's going on there. But yes, so the item overhaul in League was uh, at first, honestly, I fucking hated it. I, um, I'm I'm coming around to it a little more just because I'm finding champions that I like to play that are well like working well with the items. Uh, I think the main problem was that the champions that I largely liked to play prior to uh, the item overhaul, a lot of them aren't good anymore or aren't as good. Uh, one of them, uh, for example, I played a decent bit of Vlad. And Vlad's kind of terrible now. Uh, as far as... And then I played Oriana and Oriana Like, the control mages in general kind of took a hit, other than Victor. Uh, Victor's basically the only one who's kind of actually synergizing really well with the items. And then, for some reason, Riot kind of decided they were actually going to nerf the control mage items even more. Which seemed weird. Uh, so... Uh, I I don't really know what's kind of going on but I'm finding my footing more. I mean, the main thing is like I was sort of purposely like not playing champions that were like more highly mechanical just to focus on getting better at the game as opposed to the champions, but uh, I mean, now I'm kind of finding myself playing more like Akali uh stuff like that which I'm I'm very good at. Like I'm a uh, a certainly a very good Akali player the main thing is that i spend more time playing akali than i spend playing league of legends if you know what i mean i i'm basically just abusing a, a champion versus actually like getting good at like the macro of the game so uh in that sense i play a lot of galio also which kind of helps with that uh especially because galio kind of is strongest when he's uh, kind of supporting his team, he's not he like he's kind of lane dominant, but only so much so. And he's lane dominant in that he can kind of exert pre he can create pressure that he can then exert on the map. And so I find that really fun. I started playing some Aurelian Soul, which is just so fucking hilarious. I, I mean, he's a hard champion to play for sure, just because of his sort of uh, uh, limitations, I guess, but. Damn, he's pretty fun, and and you can get some like really fucking dope uh ganks off and and uh, fight setups if you're kind of your team's working with you a little bit. So that that's also something that is going to take some time to really get some better feel for. I think that what it definitely does is it's going to really shake up the pro scene uh, a lot. Because I think the meta in general at the pro level is going to get really interesting. I think there's a lot of champions that now have room to make their way back into the meta. Some champions who have always sort of been maybe like tier two and never have gotten really much of a chance to be meta that can kind of come through here. Uh, A lot of just builds in general, a lot of ways that champions will be maybe maintain being meta, but are played differently or built differently than they have been in the past. So actually, uh, when the pro scene gets started up in a couple months here, that's going to be really interesting to see how these pro teams adjust to such a significant change in the game. Uh You know, because last year it was sort of like there was just like kind of big jungle changes, which affected a singular role, which did uh, obviously did have an impact on the game because jungle prior to was extremely strong and it got nerfed in a way that made it much more of a support than like a playmaker. But then kind of, you know, things kind of shook out and jungle ended up, I mean, you know, Canyon still ended up winning MVP, right? You know? And we, we saw junglers kind of making a, a statement within their respective, uh, regions as well. So the changes from nine, you know, season nine to 10 is just not the same as what it is here to season 11 with all these item changes and how that just really affects the game. The other thing I, I think that's, uh, kind of tough. And, and, and spot, speaking of jungling, is that I think a lot of the AP junglers kind of got hurt by these item changes. I think Karthus is a lot worse as a jungler. I think Evelyn is not as good of a jungler. I think Echo is not as good of a jungler as a result of these item changes. And I think that that uh, is kind of disappointing because I think that those, those kind of champions, it would be nice... Uh, I mean, I, some of the diversities that showed up into the jungle is nice. Like, I mean, Scion jungle being really good now is awesome, and and so in like Orange jungle already was good, but I think that Orange jungle is becoming a little bit more noticeably good. I guess so. That that's going to be something to keep an eye on. Uh, in my own personal gaming news, I just got a new gaming chair uh, yesterday. That I posted up on the Instagram. It's from Secret Labs. And a big shout out to them. So I have... Uh, I have... You know, I built it basically right when I got it. I got to play a little bit of video games. Uh, last night. I'm sitting in it, you know, now as I'm recording this. And, and all day today. Because I'm working from home this week. I was sitting in it while I was working from home. So... Uh, I, I've, you know, especially the, the opportunity to sit in it while working from home earlier today was really helpful because I, I had to sit, you know, for hours and hours and hours and, and it is excellent. And, you know, after this podcast, I'm going to play some video games probably and get more. But I, I'm hugely like impressed with it. I think the one thing was like right away when you open the box. The quality of it was obvious. So, like, it, it was just very clear that this was well put together, it's well packaged, it's well uh, made for you to put together. I think it maybe took me 10 minutes to put it together by myself, right? Like, it took very little work. It's, like, the the material feels really good. I, I got, like, the, the uh, PU leather, which I think is, like, whatever, fake leather or something. Uh, I got the Titan series. I got it, you know, for my size, which is nice that they tailor it to your size. It's so comfortable. It is, perfectly fits my body, really. Um, I think that aesthetically it looks really nice. It rolls around, like, literally as if it was on ice. I mean, it just, like, glides. Like a lizard on ice. For any of you Dexter fans out there, there's a little reference for you. Shout out to Dokes. So, I'm, I'm actually really, really excited. I've been literally playing in, like, a fucking dining room chair for, uh, like, om- you know, years, really, because I was using a dining room chair when I was playing in my apartment even. So, really, like, the past, like, five years, I've been using, like, a dining room chair when I sit at my computer and play video games or work from home or whatever I'm doing. Uh, So, you know, or re- recording a podcast. So, I finally actually have a gaming chair, and I'm so stoked about it. The- I the one like i've kind of and I, I know that i was talking to some other people about this where they've kind of they've been eyeing secret labs and they wanted to and they just haven't pulled the trigger on it and it is expensive you know i, I mean but in general gaming chairs are expensive but i i think maybe even secret labs might be like slightly more expensive but i, I gotta tell you i know that it's early on here uh but i think you do get what you pay for the, for with this i think that Like I said before, the quality is obvious, and I think that that's a huge factor. I, this chair is feels very sturdy, very secure, very uh, durable. It, it certainly feels like this is a chair that could last me a really long time. And so I think you get what you pay for with this. And, uh, I, it's certainly, it's a full endorsement out of me. I would say I give it, you know, uh, probably four and a half out of five Rons uh, on the Ron grading scale. So, if anybody's looking for a gaming chair, uh, this is not an advertisement, by the way. My podcast does not obviously get nearly the amount of views for someone, you know, to be paying me to advertise shit. All right. I paid full price. Well, actually, in fairness, I got it as a gift. So my mother paid full price for the, uh, for the chair, but you know, shout out to mom and, uh, and, and it is, it is awesome. So. This is a, a, a genuine endorsement by me on, on this chair. I'm really excited. And, uh, I, I know I actually haven't really kind of get, I'm going to post, you know what? I'm going to post a picture of my, uh, gaming rig, uh, now that it's kind of in its sort of home, home place. But obviously the one thing, and I actually, I got a ROG, uh, an Asus ROG Strix, uh, mechanical keyboard with the, uh, silver speed switches. Uh, maybe like a month ago now or so. And that has been a, a, like, awesome. I love it. It's so much better than using a membrane keyboard. It feels so much nicer to, to use. And, uh, I was definitely having ghosting issues with the membrane. So these, uh, these switches on the mechanical keyboard have been a nice improvement, especially in League where sometimes like abilities just wouldn't happen because you press them too close together. And I was just like, Uh, but one thing is, yeah, with these silver speeds, which is they are hair trigger. So like sometimes, you know, you like graze the F key and you flash and it's like, ah, fuck. But, you know, and my rig is sans a 3080, as I said earlier, and it's, you know, I'm just using a 1080 monitor right now. So, uh, there's, you know, still some, some ways to go, but at least, uh, the bulk of it is done and, and I never actually posted a full picture of it. So I will, I will get that out there. For you all to look at. And I'm very happy with it thus far. Um It's certainly... You know, I, right now I'm using a... A uh, GeForce 1650 Super. In the meantime. That I got for like 160 bucks. Uh If anybody's just looking for a budget card. Or something like that. I would highly, highly recommend it. This card is really nice for the price. Uh, it basically will play anything you're trying to play. For the most part. Like, easily. You know, like... World of Warcraft is not that graphics-intensive. League of Legends is not that graphics-intensive, but it, it plays them, like, flawlessly. So uh, that is something I would also recommend out of all of this. Um, but I, I am really excited to kind of get more into some World of Warcraft content here. And, like, I I am super pumped to see, like, I, I know, like, it's kind of a long shot that someone will actually reach out and agree to do this, but if I can get a, a Blizzard... Uh, a WoW de- de- uh, developer to actually, you know, sit down and we'll just have like a, you know, call on Discord or something like that, and I'll record it. Uh, I that would be so badass to actually kind of get that, and and if I do, I will announce it so that if anybody's interested to get some uh, questions out there that they may want to ask, uh, you know, then you'll be able to DM me and and uh, and we'll kind of figure it out, or maybe I'll live stream it on Twitch or something because. I have actually been gaming on Twitch. So uh, for anybody that watches Twitch, um, you can give me a follow at Mishy underscore. That's M-I-S-C-H-Y underscore. Uh, The symbol, not like the word. (laughs) Mishy underscore. So check that out. Uh, Mishy's been like a a gamer name, uh, like a gamer tag of mine for like a really long time, like literally since Halo 1. So it's just kind of a... Uh, internal callback to myself there but that's my right now that's my twitch name so uh if you watch twitch at all if you have a twitch you know follow me that would be super awesome uh and much appreciated as i'm trying to kind of build that out and i will be streaming some wow uh some league of legends for sure and I will be giving more up, like kind of reviews on what's going on with WoW as I get more through it. Uh, obviously, as far as Shadowlands content goes, I'm only you know two zones in, but I'll be I'll be moving pretty quickly here. Uh, especially if I get some time this weekend, I should hit sixty. I'll get started in, you know, in Legion. I I got really deep into uh, raiding and Mythic Dungeons and even Mythic raiding on on my Brewmaster Monk and actually my my Priest uh as holy so I, I certainly will be diving into that i may try and get some pvp going i am always kind of like eh, with about the pvp but i'll get some battlegrounds and arenas are just kind of annoying i don't know it's eh, i don't know it, they've never really totally done it for me with the arenas as much as i love pvp on like the battlegrounds but definitely we'll get to that end game content i'm excited to kind of get after tower of torgast and kind of get a feel for that that seems like an interesting new sort of uh, uh, mechanic, if you will, for sort of getting the chance to g- grind and gear up. Also, if anybody has any uh, recommendations on what I should level up next, I'm um, you know I'm I'm looking at warlock, mage. Uh, I could do warrior, paladin, or or I guess really what suggestions for what my uh, my Shadowlands boost should be is really what I need I need suggestions on the Shadowland boost and that can be anything other than a demon hunter a monk a priest or a shaman so uh, warrior hunter warlock mage um, death knight rogue any of those uh, would be much appreciated i'm i'm kind of on a gridlock on it i really don't know what i want to do so uh and and bonus points if someone wants to give me a faction and race on on top of it but anyway so those that that's kind of where i'm at i i, I apologize i don't have more to give on the wow content i will be getting more also i would really appreciate if there's any questions you would want to ask a developer should i get them uh, feel free to give those in the comment section or DM me on Instagram at either at ronston or ideally at ronsensepod, uh, ronsense underscore pod. Uh, like I said in the previous episode, if you are following me on ronston and you listen to this, uh, but you don't follow at ronsense underscore pod, uh, the ronsense podcast Instagram, that is, uh, please do that would be much appreciated. I would like to inevitably disjoint those two things so that I'm not really using my personal Instagram as much as for this endeavor. But right now this is just sort of like a personal fun little project of mine to do this podcast. And so uh, I, I kind of have to get it out in all the ways that I can and try and promote it. And, you know, in whatever realms I have to promote it um, on the otherwise on the video game front, There isn't much else left, I think. I mean, we are seeing a lot of roster moves right now for Professional League of Legends. Uh, We did see, actually, that 100 Thieves finally figured the fuck out and won the first strike tournament for Valorant. So it's good to see that like this team that should have been so much better than they have been are finally seeming to click after a plethora of roster moves. It seems like they've kind of gotten the right people around Hiko to, uh, create, you know, sort of a cohesive and competent team. And, uh, so we'll see how that moves moving forward. I'm really excited to see like inter-regional play with Valorant, uh, once, once that can kind of feasibly be done because obviously, I mean, you, you know, the Europeans are really smug about their Counter-Strike prowess. And so I think that, uh, and, and I've already seen, you know, in, in following some of the European, uh, teams Valorant teams that they uh, they seem to be somewhat smug about their their perceived Valorant prowess as well. So I'd like to see if that's really uh, the case or not. So we'll uh, we'll kind of keep an eye on how all that's shaking out. I I haven't been playing Valorant as much, and so I've admitted really not been keeping up as much with it. And, and so there's not a whole lot more I can give you on the Valorant fl- front. Uh, we did see uh, towards the end of Season 10 of League of Legends that uh, Tyler1 uh, was just barely uh, missed the Challenger cutoff for his uh, unranked to Challenger challenge on top lane. Uh, I and that being said, I thought it was actually awesome. I His jungle... Uh, challenge was, uh, really good. I mean, the main thing is he didn't have nearly as much time, right? I mean, obviously, he was literally having, he, I don't think he got nearly as many games in, cause for J- uh, for jungle, I think he got like 3,000 games almost. Uh, so with top lane, I, I don't even, I don't think he even got to a thousand games, which is insane to say, like, even got to considering how long a <laughs> thousand games takes to play, but right, this is his job. This is what he does. And so he didn't get as many, and he almost got there. It was pretty impressive, and I love that at the end, he just defaulted to, I'm going to play Cho'gath. I don't give a fuck. And I think that that was actually a really smart move on his part, and it was just also, like, I think Cho'gath is just a fitting champion for him in terms of just, like, being this hulking monster. But... So that that was fun to watch, and and props to him for. I I mean, I I think the thing that people don't give him enough credit for is just the fact that right, he's a challenger ADC. He's now reached challenger's jungle, and he just barely missed challenger's top lane, and could have definitely hit challenger in top lane if he continues to play for you know a little bit more games. And so uh, to hit Challenger in three lanes is so insane. To hit Challenger in two lanes is insane. I mean, obviously hitting Challenger in one lane is in itself exceptionally difficult, which is why very few people get it. I understand that it's North America and people like to kind of make their jokes about NA solo queue and whatnot, but it's still quite an achievement overall to get to Challenger when you're... Uh, i mean i guess he's you know i guess he's sort of quote unquote a professional player right he plays league of legends for a living as a streamer uh but you know for a casual player a hitting challenger is no you know is is certainly no easy task and so uh so it is props to him for that that that's really impressive oh uh something i guess i'll i I'll do a review on here as well, pretty uh, pretty shortly, I guess. Is Wendy's is doing a little like five day uh, partnership with some Twitch streamers. I think it's Myth, uh, it's Hafu Flight to Tf- Tfu. I don't know how you pronounce it. T F U E and X Choco bars, and so they're doing sort of like menu items, which. Like, I get it's good marketing to kind of do this menu. I don't like the Travis Scott meal with um, McDonald's. It's kind of gimmicky, uh, but at the same time, it is really smart marketing. I think it's a really, really easy, like, imagine how much less money it overall probably costs them to just like partner with these streamers or personalities as opposed to just buying, you know, creating like an ad campaign, like, from scratch, you know, like I would imagine it's a lot cheaper and it's probably a lot more effective, honestly. And so uh I'm I'm gonna be trying out those meals while they're available. The big thing, and, and this is in part why it's uh key, is if you haven't gotten a next-gen console yet, ev- everything every time you order one of those meals, you do get like a scratch-off thing to see if you've won a prize. And the grand prizes being a next-gen console, but uh, there's also some actually really good other prizes. There's, like, uh, a, the another grand prize is, like, a gaming chair and a gaming headset. But even there's, like, I th- I think you have to do it through Uber Eats. I think it's also partnered with Uber Eats because some of the stuff, some of the things you can win are, like, Uber Eats gift cards. And one of the, I think, grand prizes for that is even, like, a $1,000 Uber Eats gift card, which would be pretty fucking nuts. I mean... You know, you could eat Uber Eats for like a week straight. (laughs) Uh, So I'm going to review a couple of those meals. Uh, I'm going to try and eat as many of them, I guess, as I can over the next couple of days. We'll see here. I mean, there's nothing like that special about it. I guess it's really just like, you know, like one of them is like spicy nuggets with a high C and some fries. And I think Myth is like a fried chicken sandwich, uh, like the classic fried chicken sandwich. With uh fries and a Coke. And I think you can add a small Frosty as well to that one. And then uh, I think like X Choco Bars is like a, you know, like a classic bacon, like a bacon classic uh, burger with fries and uh like a Diet Coke or something like that. And, uh, you know, so it's all like menu items that like, it, you know, because like the Travis Scott one was like, they kind of. I think they kind of adjusted one of the burgers toward like a little bit to like what he gets. Like, I don't think it was typically an item, but maybe not. I haven't had um, McDonald's in a minute, actually. So I, I don't recall, but with Wendy's, I know that these are all just sort of your standard menu items, just kind of combined into some setup. I mean, basically, right? The only thing is that they're picking the drink for you. That's kind of the only difference, but I mean, Wendy's is fucking delicious. And again, uh, I guess I'm giving out a lot of free advertising on this one, but hopefully, you know, I'll tag them and then they'll maybe uh, repost my, you know, Instagram or something so we can maybe get some more uh, ears on on these episodes and whatnot. But uh, I that ties into the gaming since it's, ti- you know, it's um, it's all partnered with Twitch streamers. So that's pretty cool. I, I, I think that you know, more of that moving forward is going to be happening a lot more. I mean, and with Twitch streamers, I'm down with it. I mean, when it's like the YouTubers and TikTokers, I don't know. It's kind of lame, but, like, uh, I guess that's because I don't really care about them as much as uh, with gaming, and I like watching Twitch streamers. So it'd be cool to get some some other names out there and, and get an opportunity, and because I'm an aspiring Twitch streamer, and I would like to. So if Wendy's is looking, I will give you... Wendy's, I will give you probably the best value on your advertising because to all like, you know, whatever, 20 people who listen to this, I will do this for $2. You give me $2 and we'll run with it. I'll make my own fucking meal and we'll call it a day. And for $2 to get those 20, I bet that's a better deal than whatever you're getting with all these people in the millions that they probably get you or hundreds of thousands. But... You know, so that's an open invitation to Wendy's. Uh, if I get more famous, I will revise that offer from $2, though, so you better act fast. This is a limited-time offer. I think I would just make my meal, like, just two triple stacks. And that's it. Just no—oh, two triple stacks, fries, and a Frosty. Just the most absurd fucking meal possible. That would be hilarious, just to like, just to see like who would actually go and eat two triple stacks, fries, and a frosty. But uh, I, I mean, I've only endeavored the triple stack, you know, once in my life, and and it was it was a delightful experience. I, I can't lie, but you know, uh, it was during a time period in my life, I guess, where you know I could uh, have some performance enhancers to to help with the eating, uh, so. That uh, that certainly played a role in in a the decision making associated with ordering a triple stack and then consuming a triple stack. But, anyways, I think that this is a really cool like marketing campaign. Obviously, like I'm I'm gonna do it just for the opportunity to potentially win a PS5 or an Xbox uh, Series X. I mean, it's worth it a- as far as I'm concerned. I don't need much excuse to to order Wendy's, although I actually have been really good. I have not had Wendy's in probably a couple of months now at at this point, probably at least like two months. But uh, I, it's this, it is the superior fast food chain as far as like burger places and whatnot go. Uh, they, they're excellent all around. I love their chicken sandwiches. I love their burgers. So, uh, I mean, you know, what can I say? And I, I think that, I mean, the streamer meals, like I said, you know, they're just kind of like standard meals. I mean, Few is just 10-piece nugs with a lemonade and small fry. Uh, myth is going with, like, the classic uh, chicken sandwich with a small fry and a Coke. And, or a medium fry and a Coke, I think, actually. And so, and I think you can actually add a small Frosty onto that one. Uh, it's Hafu is the... Uh, Baconator with medium fry and a Sprite. Uh, X Choco Bars is like a, a Dave single with bacon, medium fry, and a Diet Coke. And then Flight is a 10-piece spicy nug, small fry, and a high C. Um, so, the, you know, if I had to choose out of those, I think I like Myths the best. Uh, maybe maybe it's Hafu's. I mean, as far as the drinks go, I don't really care for the drinks because I don't drink soda ever. Anyways, like, I, it, the, basically, the only way you can compel me to drink soda is you got to put liquor in it. Otherwise, I'm just like, why am I why am I drink, drinking this? And that was actually, I mean, that was a decision I made pretty young on in, in my life that I was like, you know, I really don't need soda. Like, I think I was probably like 10 or 11, maybe, when I was just like, eh, you know, kind of fuck soda. Now, that doesn't mean I don't like soda. I mean, it's delicious. I, I love myself a good mellow yellow, for example. Uh, Sprite is also kind of nice, or like a Sierra Mist, but just generally speaking, I mean, it's one of those things that are, I guess, it's so blatantly bad for you that, like, I can't even really compel myself to do it, which says a lot, I mean, because, you know, as I said a couple minutes ago, I ate a triple stack burger. (laughs) So, So, clearly, like, I'm not that level of concern, but so uh, that we're, we're going to try that out. Hopefully I win something that would be nice, you know, for a change. I never fucking win any of these goddamn raffles. I, I mean, I start to think, like, that, that I never meet anybody who wins any of them. I never, like, see, you know, so I'm like, are these real people or is this all a fucking lie? I don't know. But here I am giving in to the gimmick. Just take my money, I guess. So that's, uh, that, that's... That's going to be the plan, I think, for for that, and I'll, uh, I'll play some WoW. I'll be streaming, uh, and I, I guess, I mean, by the time you actually get this, I'll probably already be streaming, but so by the time you're listening, I'm probably going to be deep into a stream, but that being said, I will be streaming some WoW uh, more often, and maybe even this weekend a little bit, or some League of Legends for that matter, so keep your eye out for that uh we'll kind of play that by ear i saw this morning actually that there was you know some streamers got some early release on cyberpunk 2077 i was what i you know i was able to catch a little bit of uh shroud doing that i mean he was up like at like 5 a.m or something like that so i saw shroud was starting to stream some cyberpunk it looks super dope um like I said, I mean I, I mean I'm probably gonna wait a little bit. I, I know my sixteen fifty could play like it with like pretty decent graphic settings, but I feel like a part of the appeal of the game is for like its aesthetics, right? So I'd like to play it at like the level of aesthetics that I think it's supposed to be played. So I mean, that's in part why it took so goddamn long for this game to come out, right? So might as well actually experience the game how it seems like it's supposed to be experienced. So that's, uh, I think, pretty much all we've got to cover on the video games front at this moment. I, I don't have much to, I guess... I know the, the next-gen consoles came out and I didn't speak much of it other than the fact that I could maybe get one on the Wendy's giveaway. It's just, you know, I mean, right now with having just built a computer, I'm not all that, you know, interested in... Uh, Next gen console, even though like I, I I'll probably eventually get one, but I just all the games that I play are you know I'd prefer to play on the PC I think for the most part. I mean we'll kind of see how how it goes because um, obviously with Microsoft buying Bethesda, that could be opening a door for some you know maybe some like Elder Scrolls or Fallout games to come out. Hopefully some Elder Scrolls, fingers crossed. Uh, and and that would certainly be really inciting for me to potentially get, although, I mean, obviously Microsoft has a big market within the PCs side of things, so those games would probably also come out for PC, which leads me to still just play PC games. But that is something we'll kind of keep a lookout for, and, I, I mean, obviously I know, like, everyone's kind of freaking out because it's hard to get a hold of these next-gen consoles, which is like, you, you know, what else is new, I guess, at the, I mean, I guess I think... Let's see, I didn't buy an Xbox One for, like, a very long time. It it, it took a while before I got an Xbox One. The Xbox 360 I got on release, I think I got that day of. But I know that it's just been, like, more and more of a common theme with these things, just, like, not having enough stock. I mean... I'm still waiting on this fucking graphics card. And, you know, no surprise with the AMD release that, of course, AMD runs out on their 68 and uh, 6900 graphics cards. So it it is like, I I don't know what to do. I mean, apparently NVIDIA is going to be changing their uh, manufacturing process for the 3080s. That's going to have a higher yield because I guess there's been some issues with like the seven versus nine nanometer process. That's, that's causing an issue that they're using like Samsung processes as opposed to the TSMC. It, it's something like that. I, I think. And so, so the rumor is that they'll be switching to that process and that's going to help with the yield on the, on the boards. But, and, and so that might give us, you know, a little more uh, accessibility. But in the meantime, you know, we're just all stuck here fucking jerking off, just waiting while, you know, every moment the fucking sellers restock that it just gets bought out by bots. It's unbelievably infuriating. I I think on that part, like, it's one thing that NVIDIA doesn't have the supply, which is really frustrating because it's like, if you know you're going to have a release, it's like, you know that your numbers are going to be bonkers, especially when you have a release of graphics cards that are such a, you know, n- you know, generational leap that it's like, come on, you know, that people are going to be, there's people who, uh, there's people who could afford 20 series cards easily. And so the moment there's the 30 series card, they're going to buy it. There's people who have been sitting on ten sixties like myself for a very long time, so you know that they're looking to upgrade, uh, you know, or 1070s or whatever. You even have people who maybe are still running like 9800 or 980s, Jesus, uh, you know, 980s, or maybe people who bought like 1600 series because they were sort of like, "Ah, I don't know, you know, maybe I'll save up for a 20 series card a little bit later, and then this comes out, and then they're like, okay, I'm accelerating my timetable. I I mean, there's just a a plethora of people, you know, or people who had, like, Radeon 5900s who are like, oh, you know what, I'm going to move back to NVIDIA. Whatever the reason is, you knew you are going to have a fuck ton of people buying, but then, uh, on the seller side, it's just really frustrating that these sellers just taunt you with these fucking cards, like Newegg on their Instagram, like, every fucking day is, like, showing all this stuff about the 3080s and 3090s and 3060 TIs, and then meanwhile, like, the, literally, like the other day, they were saying they're getting a restock. And they're like, oh, we're getting a restock. It'll be ready at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. And you go to their the link in their bio at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, and the link wasn't even working. Like, you clicked on it. It wasn't refreshing properly at all. And so it was like you kept – so the link didn't actually work properly to see 3080s at all until like 9.05, and then at which point they were sold out. So, you know, I, I mean – as far as I can, you know, I like New Newegg a lot, but on this issue, as far as I'm concerned, they can go fuck themselves because, like, they've been nothing but, like, you know, because they, they have no reason to, like, care, right? I mean, who they get the money one way or the other, whether it's a bot or, like, someone who actually wants to buy this card for their own personal computer. It doesn't actually matter. So they, I mean, there's no incentive for them to care. Like, they get their money. So I, I get it. Like, I... I don't blame them for that, it's just like, uh, why are you even taunting us with all this stuff, like your 3080 builds, and then of course, you know, all all the PC builders, like the pre-made PC builders, they can get all the stock that they want on like the 3080s and 3090s, and now 3060 TIs, and then you have all these YouTubers, like the reviewers and whatnot, who have like four of each card, because you know, that's really necessary, so... It, i i mean it's just obnoxious that you see all these situations where there's cards that are clearly out there and available and yet like you can't get them to just put them in the pc yourself because you know why 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 be allowed to do that i guess so it, it's it is really annoying and 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 until i guess maybe when this process thing gets fixed we'll see like an improvement in it but it's just kind of crazy to think about the fact that we're uh, three months in since release, and it's still that hard to find these cards is actually kind of just pathetic. So, and, and like everyone who's like, oh, you know, it's a pandemic or whatever, shut up. Like, it's, it. the pandemic has literally nothing to do with this problem specifically. Like, this is... Uh, it, it's so irrelevant. And I mean, now you can say that it's the pandemic because of the additional shipping issues because of the holidays and whatnot. Now you can say it's a pandemic associated with shipping, all this stuff, but that, that hasn't been the, the, the issue for the past, you know, three months. So it's just a matter of like these, these sellers aren't, you know, they're selling indiscriminately. They don't, they're not putting uh, limits. They're not, you know doing anything basically to make sure that the you know the the intention of what the card gets used for doesn't matter to them and it does you know and of course it doesn't need to like i don't think that it should but uh, obviously what that means is that they don't to you know take any precaution to sort of show any sort of concern for their consumer base and uh so we're all stuck here, just jerking ourselves off, you know, waiting and waiting, you know. So who knows when we'll actually get a chance to, you know, play fucking uh, cyberpunk with ray tracing and DLSS uh, turned on, right? I guess. I mean, I guess if you have a twenty series card, you'll be able to, but and, and you'll and you'll have a perfectly fine experience. But yeah, it's just kind of obnoxious that you see kind of like wastefully all these people who have who get access to these cards like just out of you know fame or money or whatever like that it's just like come on uh you know maybe the rest of us could get a little bit you know just a touch on this because it's just wasteful at this point so so but that you know i digress that that went into a rant that i wasn't expecting to to have to put out there but just very frustrating that You know, everybody else, all all you see on, like, Instagram and on on Twitch and whatnot is, like, people who have their 3080s and 3090s, and I'm just fucking salty because I'm just a normal person who, like, has a day job that, you know, you can't just, like, be sitting there refreshing all the time to fucking see the one second that it's available to buy, and there's no pre-order list or any sort of, uh, the alerts don't work, still don't work like I you know the alerts will not tell you in time and so it's just like okay I guess I'll just continue to go fuck myself but that's that is what it is these are happy times you know despite that the computer is good everything's fun we're enjoying ourselves so can't can't complain too much but certainly uh, when there's a lack of things to complain about you can hyper focus on the things that are annoying like this so That is all from me. I appreciate you sticking through with me on this one. And uh, I'll catch you next time. Peace out.